Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am your dungeon master, Nathan. With me tonight, I have Justin. Hey, yo. Nicole. Sup? Emily. Hello. And Jordan. Hey. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Yes, we are. <laughs> and uh, every episode we name a, a village idiot who has to do the recap the following week. And last week's village idiot was Emily. So, Emily, what happened last week? Oh, man, that's a great question. I remember where we ended up. So we... How did we get there? Meeting about the shade pocket. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay. We had a meeting about the shade pocket. We were basically told, hey, there's going to be... Basically, everything's a mimic or everything is a black mantle. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. <laughs> and then we proceeded to not do that. It's basically what happened last episode. <laughs> um, they told us not to touch anything. Or like, it's probably mimic. Avoid those things. Because the whole point was that we were supposed to be finding people who had been like stuck there. Because there's people walking around the perimeter to keep things from getting out of the shade pocket. So we were in the shade pocket trying to make sure there's, you know, no one stuck here. So we were in there doing that. We saw a bunch of mimics and stuff. I kept saying we shouldn't touch it. Everyone else said we should touch it. And then Agamir went out and whipped a black mantle. And it fell on his head. A dark mantle. A dark mantle, sorry. Whipped a dark mantle. It fell on his head. Just, of course it did. Which is exactly what they said it was going to do. And we then had to fight it, I think. You pulled it off your head. And I think I killed it. I think. You killed it. I couldn't rip it in half, sadly. That's right. And then we walked, we saw these weird monsters that were all like teeth and eyes and mouths, which was really fucked up. And then like a mushroom that was screaming. We were trying to kill the mushroom and then ended up not being able to kill the mushroom at first and killed all the other things around it and then killed the mushroom. And then now a bunch of the other things are headed, like a bunch more of the monsters are headed towards us right now. Can you describe these monsters in a little more detail, please? We called them Toothy Boys. <laughs> aren't, yeah, aren't they just like a bunch of like eyes and teeth? You just kind of described them as a mass of mouths and eyes and teeth. Eyes and teeth and rock and roll. <laughs> anyway, I just imagined some dude with big old teeth. So like, I know that's not what you said, but like, that's all I picture. So I can't really tell you what else, what they actually looked like. Yeah, they're, uh, they're gross looking. They make the ground around them all squishy, too. Anyway, so a bunch of Bradys are heading towards us right now. <laughs> Let me give you a little more background, too. For those who uh, may be tuning in, decided their lucky number is 21 and they want to start on episode 21. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but here's a recap for you. So uh, our party is Saf is played by Justin. She is a halfling artificer. Drew is played by Emily and is a Grave Domain Cleric and Homebrew Warlock, Pact of the Shepherd. Uh, she is an Eladrin, so she got shiny skin. People are out to get her. Nicole is playing Scarlet, the Copper Mantle. She's a Tiefling fighter. Mm -hmm. She's done a lot of crime for a Officer of the <laughs> Law. done a lot of crime. I have no idea what you're talking about. And playing our rogue, the one who should be doing the crime, is Jordan. He's playing Agamir. 
Agamir, the only thing he wants in this life is a boat. And by God, he's on his way. <laughs> he's the nicest rogue. Honestly. Your friendly neighborhood rogue. <laughs> so this uh, Motley crew has gotten together. They are currently investigating the golden mantles of the Borough of Fellows at the behest of the Consul of Fellows, who is the highest elected official in the Borough. He has sent them on a quest to investigate his mantles following the death of one of his three mantles. The consul's name is Tasvig Duvet, and he believes that there is foul play. So, in uh, investigating the consul, Sokoba Volnai. So, uh, after doing some odd jobs in Fellows, they have gotten in good with Sokoba, one of the other golden mantles, and she has requested that this party help out with a, a shade pocket that is occurring. And that's where we are. So... Then we recap everything that Emily just said, and you all are fighting some Toothy Boys. So you see a bunch of Toothy Boys at the edge of your vision. Remember, Drew is the only one who can see. She can see up to 60 feet because she has that amulet of true sight. That's right, that's right. That Sokoba gave her. Anyone else does not benefit from their dark vision and can only see 30 feet in front of them. Uh, so right at the edge of your vision, uh, this is everyone's vision, though. So right at 30 feet. And closer, you see these oozing teeth eye monsters crawling towards you. There are about four of them creeping your way. I mean, I have five health, y'all. I don't, I do not want to engage. So scream, run. I'm okay on health and I've got two level one spell slots and two level two spell slots. Yeah, I apparently have not lost any health, and I have all of my uh, spell slots are gone. Yeah, I just want a piece. You hear shrieking in the distance. In the distance. Which distance? I think my damage is still from the thing that grabbed my head. I'm, I'm at 29 health, so. Your tank is a suffering right now, though. <laughs> oh, you have that, um, uh, what is it? It is, uh, Kia Tom's Ointment. Three doses of 2d8 plus two healing. I don't have it. Emily does. Say what? <laughs> I thought Drew had. I thought Drew had the healing stuff. <laughs> Do I? I can't. I really was hoping that I would never have to hear these sounds. <laughs> you have got to again. stop. They're getting closer. Can Agamir see him? Can he? Can I see them? Yeah, you can see them. They're inching closer as you all are standing there trying to figure out what to do. I, I, I definitely engage. No, I'm, gonna, I'm so I'm sorry. Gonna... Did I, do I? No, seriously. Do I have that thing? I don't have it written down. But do I? Do I have the? I thought we gave it to you when we rifled through all that treasure. I took the fire breathing spell uh, potion, and we gave the ointment to you because you're the healer. Oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. And I totally remember that 100%. Um, <laughs> so I can use it or I can like throw it to Agamir. Agamir? You mean me? <laughs> Scar. Sorry, I'm just used to saving Agamir. I can't help it. <laughs> I have only taken six damage. <laughs> so far. Uh, I am very proud. Yes, you can throw it. It'll be a, um, a dexterity throw. Yeah, a dexterity uh, saving throw for... Scar. Oh, what's your dexterity like, Scar? You know what? I'll just make it a dexterity check, not a saving throw. Yeah, it's a plus two. 
就是 like can I roll to throw it in a way in which she can catch it with advantage? Sure, roll me a a dexterity check, Drew, and we'll see if Scar will get a bonus to her check. Okay, fifteen. That's what I rolled. Cool. So that's good enough to give you plus two on the roll, Scarlet. So that's a seventeen. You catch that ointment. The toothy boys are getting closer. Quick, down that shit. It's in a topical ointment. <laughs> don't don't put it in your mouth. <laughs> don't put it in your mouth. It's very very caustic. Guys, I'm not that dumb. I heard the word ointment and knew that it was. <laughs> so you feel the ground underneath you start to get a little doughy as they're inching closer towards you. They're slow, by the way. They only move about Oh, I don't know. If I had to put a number to it, 10 feet every 6 seconds or so. I'm going to move back like 20 feet and put the ointment on me. That sounds really creepy. Yeah, it does. Are we in combat or do we have the opportunity to like engage? Would it be a surprise attack if we were if I were to like fire crossbows right now? If you decide to engage, you will initiate combat. But we're not currently in combat. No. You've just completed combat. These things are inching towards you. They're they're slow enough that if you were to run, you could get away from them. How many D8 do I roll for this healing thing? Two D8 plus two. And there are three doses. Yes. That's seven and four. That's 11 plus two. 13 to five. That's 18 health. That's not a whole lot, y'all. So run. We can run. Yeah. Can we do that? Uh, we could. Do we want to run towards where the screaming's coming from? Oh, can, is it the same kind of screaming that the mushroom was doing, or is this like actual people screaming in terror screaming? It sounds like one of those mushrooms. Yeah, fuck that. So we run into the nearest building. Why? Why not? So we're deserters. Why would the Why would we run into a building so that the mushrooms can surround us? I don't think the mushrooms surround us. All we have to do is wait out the shade pocket. Literally, that's all we would have to do. But I thought our job was to go walking around looking for people to save. Yo, fuck our job, all right? This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> As you all are standing there with oozes oozing towards you, from behind you, you hear running and heavy footfalls and screaming. Oh, These are humanoid screams. Okay, go towards that. As you turn to look and they enter your field of vision, you see it looks like it's a group of mantles running from something. Um, Cowards. Can I yell out? No, they can't hear me. Well, you can hear them. Oh. So it stands to reason that they could hear you. What are you running from? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's, It's big and it's nasty and it took... It took down Dobson, and it took it took Zell too. We we've got to go. We've got to go. We're being overrun. How many of them are there? Uh, you see three mantles running. Do we see at all what they're running from? Like if we look in that direction. Your vision is. It doesn't go out far enough to see what they're running from. Even my vision. Even your vision. But you hear shuddering and shaking, and it, it sounds like something's trying to take buildings down. I kind of... They're gone, right? By now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're long gone. 
So what do we do? Do we hole up somewhere or do we run towards what's going on? What kind of party do we want to be? This is the defining moment. <laughs> the ground underneath your feet is getting doughier and doughier as you stand there as these toothy boys get closer. We got to make decision, y'all. All right. Well, all right. Real quick. I feel like we should head towards the thing that they were running from. That feels like the best possible option. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use another. I'm going to use all of the doses of this ointment. If this thing is trying to take down buildings, I do not think we should try and engage with it. So which direction did the mantles run in? Let's say that you're facing north because you were at the southern end in one of the southern parts of the uh, shade pocket. They ran to the northeast. I'm going to need more ointment, y'all. <laughs> and the toothy boys are coming from the south. Yeah, the toothy boys are coming from the south. Northeast it is. Let's run from the Toothy Boys. Let's run from the giant monster. Let's try and find other people. Of course, Agamir's answer is to run away. Live to fight another day. Still salty. <laughs> Seth starts walking towards the northeast, motioning for everyone to follow. The northeast? I just gained nine more health. Okay, how much? What's, what's your total health, Scar? Now I have 27. How much do you can you have? 42. Okay, because you had five. You gained 18 and then nine. And now nine. So now I have 27. You would have 32 if you if you started with five. No, five and then 13 is 18 and then nine is 27. Oh, you gained 13 and then you gained nine. Okay. Yeah, and then I'm going to use the ointment one more time because there's three uses of it and I don't give a fuck at this point. I need health. Well, we got to run. Well, we can run and I can, like, put ointment on while... (laughs) (laughs) Just slathering it on as we're sprinting away. Yep, pretty much. I'll allow it. Scar looks a little uh, shiny to all of you. (laughs) Like, she's a little dewy. (laughs) But I feel like Sakoba's not going to be super thrilled when she finds out that we ran away from what the fuck's happening. So, like... Well, she didn't accurately prepare us for this bullshit, so... The whole point was that we're supposed to... We haven't found anyone to save. I will gladly engage with monsters if they are threatening people. But right now they're just threatening us. Okay. You're running and you are hot on the heels of the mantles that just ran past you. And as they, as you get up to them, you see that they kind of stop really suddenly. Hate that. And it looks like there's a family in front of them. Of what? Of civilians. Okay. Oh, no. And they look very scared. They have no clue what's going on, and they look like they need help. So those people, when, like, the hurricanes come, and they're like, hey, everyone evacuate this area. It's going to get real bad and fucked up. And they're like, nah, I'm chilling my house. Not the people. I'm not talking about people who stay because of financial needs, but people who think they're cooler than hurricanes. They're like those people. Yeah. It's exactly that. It's like a- I'm just trying to figure out the level of empathy I should have here. (laughs) <laughs> it's a family of elves who have seen a lot of shade pockets in their day. They, you know. Okay. So, but now they look very scared. Ah, I bet they do. Idiots. So they're typical Floridians until Category <laughs> 5 comes. God, the Floridians. So regardless, people in need of help. <laughs> oh, okay, Spider-Man. I'm sorry. I mean, Agamir. <laughs> uh-huh. I will defend this neighborhood and every other neighborhood. <laughs> help us. Help us. Help, this is this is the worst shade pocket we've ever seen. I've never seen anything like this before, and it's lasted so long. It's 
It's been almost an hour now. That's it. And this thing's supposed to last for like 48 hours? Are you kidding me? This thing's supposed to last for 12. Oh, whatever. That's better. I think I remember that. Is that what it was? Was it 12 or was it 48? I don't remember. 12 hours. That's my notes. In Jordan's notes, we trust because the DM doesn't take them. (laughs) Yeah, the beginning of the second hour. So they're scared. What would you all like to do? You hear shouts and screams and horrible noises coming from just about everywhere. I mean, this is why we're here, y'all, to help people get out. Yeah. Let's escort them to the edge of the shade pocket. And then stay there. No, and then go back in and find more people. There's no way that we're going to get an in with Sokoba and be able to investigate and do the job that we came here to do if we don't do this job that we came here to do. Okay, well, where is she while all this is happening? Probably, like, helping out because she's a badass like yeah. that. Outside the shade pocket, though, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow a line from Drusilla from episode one. You wanted an adventure, you got one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she has a fucking point. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to grab your big girl gun and let's go. Yep. I like the idea of escorting them to where we were first at. Yeah, we're still pretty close to that to our entry point into the pocket, right? You kind of got positioned and then the shade pocket kind of happened. So you're going to need to find your way to the edge of the shade pocket. Uh, okay. Um, can I have someone roll me a survival check, please? Gladly. 21. 19. Okay. After uh, about an hour of trekking, you all reach the edge of a shade pocket. It has that telltale shimmer where it looks like really heavy fog right at the edge and there's light on the other side. Um, And you get the uh, people through. One of the mantles actually goes with them as well. Coward. Yeah. So you saw a lot of uh, monsters on the way, but with Drew's expert survivalist instincts and staying away from things, she was able to duck you all into houses and around buildings in order to avoid any contact with the monsters that were around. I feel like that makes sense considering Drew's been through a few shade pockets. Yes. So there were a lot more of those toothy boys that you saw. You saw some more dark mantles just flying in flocks above the this part of the city. And some other weird puddles that seemed to be moving of their own accord. And a lot more mushrooms. I feel like we need to, like, do something about the big thing that was taking down buildings. And we're coming up on the on hour three now, right? It took about an hour to get to the edge? Yes. Okay. Nine more hours, guys. <laughs> yeah, so you turn back around and head into the, uh, the pocket. Are you all looking for more survivors or? Yes. Yeah. Okay, roll me an investigation check, please. Nat 20. Two. all right well scar though she hasn't been in a shade pocket before she is adept at finding those in need and so she is able through all of the chaos that's happening around y'all she's able to find a building that looks like it's been boarded up and she goes in there busts it open and you all have found some more survivors And this one appears to be, uh, it's a group of people. So it's like 
10 or 12 people here now. Jesus, Lord. That's a lot of people. Are those two guards still with us? Yeah, those two mantles are still with you. Good. So, you escort everyone out of the house? Are you going to take them to the uh, the edge again? Yes. Yeah, the same one. Probably safe bet. Yeah. Okay. As you're leaving the building, you see, you hear a, a crash and you see a figure, but it moves very fast. And with your limited vision in the shade, you can't really make out what it was, but you know it was big and you knew it was in front of you. And you know that because the house in front of you tumbles down and blocks the way from where you all were going to the edge of the shade pocket. Of course it does. And just as that happens, you hear a noise. It's kind of like a um, a low bass hum. And all of a sudden, you all can't see anything. Not even Drew. We are so screwed. Glad I used all that ointment. <laughs> so it's dark. You all can't get back to where you came from. So what are y'all going to do? you going to try and wait it out, or are you going to try and... Can we hear? You can hear. we got to be big damn heroes. Big damn heroes. Let's go find the big thing. Let's go, guys. Go where? We can't see. <laughs> We've still got the family with us. Can we take a short rest? A short rest is an hour. That way we can roll our hit dice and gain some points back, and you can shut up, and then we can go <laughs> and fight the big thing. <laughs> If you'd like to do that, you can. Does someone want to post up for a watch for that hour? Who's got all their health? But how can we if we can't see? That's an awfully good question. You'd be mostly hearing, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. A hearing lookout. Yeah, I mean, I would be, I'd be willing to, to stand watch. I can stand watch. I mean, I have, I have over my normal amount of hit points because I used false life. I have 33 hit points right now. How long does false life last? Oh, you're right. I think it's... Mm, Is it eight hours? I think it's a few hours now that I'm thinking. Hold on, let me look at it. That was three hours ago, so... I'm going to lay on the ground and rethink my <laughs> life and my choices. Listen, Saf, this is what you wanted. No more adventures for Saf. Death was not in the cards. Do you have your construct with you? No, that's long gone. Ah, fuck, it's only an hour. God damn it, I thought it lasted a lot longer than that. Um, but so that but that means you still have max your max hit points. Yeah, I still have my max hit points. But if you Jordan, do you have max? No, I'm I'm at uh, my max is thirty five, I'm at twenty nine. Oh, okay. Cause I was gonna say Emily if Emily rests, she can regain a spell slot or two, but you could also regain all your, you could get up to your max, so that might help too. A short rest is four hours. Well, that was one hour. Yeah, short rest is one hour, at least one hour. Oh, okay. A long rest is eight hours. And elves can do that in four hours. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So does that mean I only need thirty minutes since I am an elf? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you would still need a. A full hour for a short rest. Qu quick question. If Justin's construct was still with us, would the construct be able to see? Uh, that's a great question. Fun fact, for the right? next time, the constructs are around. 
as it is right now, my ruling would be that it wouldn't be able to see because the magic that was giving it sight also wouldn't be able to permeate the magic of the darkness. Just like how Drew wouldn't be able to see. Yeah, like, why can't we see? I don't understand that. It's magical darkness. But I thought that the whole true sight... (laughs) You know what? (laughs) But the... The medallion. It's a medallion on his magic, right? Like I'm the only one who's wearing it though. I know, and even you can't see, so now I'm real confused. It's extra magic. It's more magic than the medallion. <laughs> Listen, there's levels of magic. I don't have time to explain this to you. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm just annoyed. <laughs> This is actually what happens with uh, Scar and Drew. (laughs) (laughs) Actual conversation during the short rest. Yeah, that's 100% accurate. Agamir wishes he couldn't hear. Agamir's trying to sleep. (laughs) He's like, God, I just need like a solid 30 minutes, guys. Oh, I should be sleeping anyway because I need three more hit points. With a short rest, how many spell slots do I regain? You... Do not regain any spell slots. Okay, then it makes no sense. So I will stay up. You all rest. You can't regain any spell slots during a short rest? I believe it's only sorcerers who can do that. Can I use a hit die to regain health? Yes, you may. Everyone can use a hit die to regain health if they'd like. I gotta do that. Why you guys roll a hit die? You hurt or something? You know what? (laughs) Nine. Plus your constitution modifier. Ten. Oh, thank goodness. Because I was like, I rolled a one. Oh, no. I was just like, God. What a time to crit yourself. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's okay. I'll, t- I'll take it. So does that mean I have 49 hit points now? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you all successfully do your short rest. About halfway through it, the darkness lifts. And you all can see. You see that the whatever knocked the building over completely demolished it. And... Once the you gain your ability to see again, you see there are more mushrooms in the uh, in the courtyard. Motherfucker. You know, Drew loves mushrooms. <laughs> are the people and the other mantles with us? Yeah, that happened? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I feel like we should tell these two mantles to escort the people, and then we stay to find more. That's valid. You're just saying that because you have all your hit points back. <laughs> No, I'm saying that because it makes the most sense. I mean, that seems like a fair plan. But it's it's a huge family. It said 10 to 12, right, Nate? Uh, yeah, it's a group of people. Not necessarily family, but yeah. Okay. Some of them, maybe. Okay. I feel like if they're just escorting them, we're not too far from the edge, right? Not terribly far, no. Yeah, I feel like these two should be able to handle it, right? Yeah, plus I'm sure they want to leave anyway. <laughs> yeah. That was meaner than I intended. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I tell them that. You give that command? Yeah, sure. Not that I'm in a position to command, but sure. Roll me a persuasion. Out of all of us, I feel like you would be. 14. They seem to be hanging on to your every word, and they agree with your plan. And so they're going to, they muster up the courage, and they're going to get these people to the edge of the shade pocket. Or die trying. Proud of them. Godspeed. No. <laughs> you all be safe out there. It's crazy. You you too. Keep at it. Good job. 
Keep at it, buddy. You're doing great. See you on the other side. <laughs> okay. There is still screaming and horrible noises happening. The whole time that you were resting, there was screaming and horrible noises. And the sounds of buildings crumbling and everything like that. So we're four hours in now? Yes. All right. So let's go find that big old thing that's smashing shit. Search. Yeah, we're just going to just continue to like walk around and look for people and avoid mushrooms and dark mantles and... Agamir, if you can just keep your whip in your pocket. (laughs) (laughs) No Indiana Jones Uh, fantasies. I'll try. I'll try. She's been waiting to say that to you, by the way, for a while. No, listen, you don't understand how many whip jokes I have let slide, okay? I listened to episode 19 and 20, and I was like, I let let him off so easy. (laughs) I'm doing my best here, okay? Anyway, continue. Thank you. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice. Oh, my God. So, was there, was, was there any part of our, of our job description, of our prime directive to, like, research or, like, bring back any information about what's going on? Or are the lore keeper, keepers handling all of that? To your knowledge, you were just supposed to be basically like a guard detail, just patrolling, making sure everything's okay. Everything that you've seen up to this point with the mantles that have seen Shade Pockets and the individuals such as the Elf family that have tried to weather the Shade Pockets, it seems like this is an abnormal, it's definitely an abnormal occurrence. Okay. And Sokoba also noted that it was odd that it's lasting so long as well. Hmm. Gotcha. Okay. But to answer your question, the lore keepers are the ones that are handling any information gathering. Gotcha. Just curious. Not that any of us are equipped to do research. Maybe, maybe Saf and True. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if Scar and I would <laughs> be like going up to them. We're like, hmm, what's going on here? No. Ah, this is gross. <laughs> Speaking of Saf, how is Saf feeling? <laughs> Saf is Saf is scared shitless. She's in self-preservation mode, and she is not understanding why we are not leaving. Because we have a job to do, little lady. Saf's wearing her brown pants, right? <laughs> I, just, I was just gonna ask that. <laughs> That's her adventuring pants. Yeah, adventuring pants. All right. Can so uh, what exactly are y'all trying to do right now? Find the the big. The big thing. Drew wants to find that big old thing, and she's gonna kind of track that. That's what she wants to do. I just want to find people. So if that, if we end up finding the big thing while we're finding people, sure. Do we want to move stealthily? Uh, we want to move so that we're not bumping into shit for sure. I mean, generally, don't step on. Like, watch where you're walking. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need a bunch of rolls right now. Firstly, I need Agamir to roll a party stealth roll. Why Agamir? His dice suck. <laughs> because he's the stealthiest. What? Why can't I roll it? <laughs> well, I rolled it, and you guys are going to have to deal with the consequences. Hate it. It's a total of 23. Yes! Oh, yay! I'm so proud of you! I totally am. I apologize for underestimating you. 
I don't apologize, but I'm very proud of you. <laughs> so the first thing is that you all are going to be moving stealthily while you're doing this. Yeah. Drew, I need you to make me a survival check with advantage to try and track this large beast. Advantage because it leaves horrible damage in its wake. <laughs> it's, it's not stealthy. Okay. And that's a one, so I'm going to go with the first <gasps> roll. Uh, that's going to be a 12. Okay. Despite you not exactly knowing what it is, you find the path. Maybe not the most direct path, but you find the path. You kind of meander around and you eventually get back to it. And Scar, please roll me an investigation check with advantage to search for survivors. 17. You do not find any survivors. However, you do find some monsters. They haven't detected you, but you see them. And they're they're rather large. What? What? How many? What are they? <laughs> it looks like there's a, a handful. Uh, it's a smattering of everything. It's like a, a parade of horrors. There are the, the toothy boys, those moving puddles. There's some... Um, the first time that you've seen them, it looks like moving tar. It's like, yeah, just oozing around. Everything's really gross and slimy and it's horrible. Great. Don't want to have anything to do with that. Cool. So as you are, you've stopped the party and everything is going okay. And then you hear that low humming again and everything goes dark again. Moving stealthily and uh, the tracking that you all were trying to do, it probably took about two and a half hours. So we're six hours in. Yeah, you're about halfway through. Oh, okay. But fortunately, you all are able to avoid the monsters, thanks to Agamir's uh, stealth and Drew's avoidance (laughs) factor. Social anxiety, I'll call it. Social anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) We just see things and we're like, uh... (laughs) I feel like there's people over there. Let's go this way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the the darkness passes after a time all the monsters are gone but you do see across the courtyard there is a human figure standing over on the other side they appear to be wearing a golden mantle interesting I say we go talk to it can I run a can I roll an investigation or like can I roll an I don't know a perception to see if I recognize the, the mantle sure it's probably a smarter thing I'm just like, yeah, let's go fucking talk to it, I guess. Would, it, would that be perception? Yes. Are you doing this from afar? Yeah. I, I rolled a seven. <laughs> okay. You aren't exactly sure that you know who that is. How far away is this mantle? Within 30 feet. Would it be really dumb to just yell out? <laughs> hey! <laughs> it's on brand. <laughs> You can certainly try. Try to yell out. Isn't it like muffled though? Like everything's all like quiet, muffled and weird. So mimics can't become people you said, right? No. Okay, good. I'm going to walk. Okay, since I have better vision, I'm going to roll to perceive. Who, if I know this. Can I roll with advantage? No. 
I won't whip him. <laughs> Twelve. It's, it's decided. <laughs> I've decided I will not whip it. You're not 100% sure, but it looks like a lady. All right. I'm going to walk towards it. Like, let, let's go. Okay. All right. Tacoma. <laughs> Just start calling out. Hey, yo, girl. As you get closer, the mantle whips around and brandishes its sword at you and says, Stop right there. Oh, uh, oh is Scar? Is that you? And are you all okay? It's Sokoba. We, we figured. <laughs> Our characters are stupid. <laughs> we're not. Yeah, it's it's me and and us. We're we're good. We're What are you doing? Uh, it's good to see you. I got separated from my patrol uh during that last darkness spell. So I've been trying to locate them, but I I guess I found you. It's so good to to see that you all are okay. Same. I march up to her and I'm like this was not in the pamphlet. <laughs> Well, I think this is much worse than any of us anticipated. We knew that this was going to be an abnormal shade pocket, but no one had any idea it would be this bad. This is this is utter chaos. I'm I'm so sorry that I brought you all into this. I mean, it's okay. It's not like we were doing anything else. <laughs> Drew's kind of like looking around. And she's like. Is this the first shade pocket you all have experienced, or what? This isn't the first that I've experienced, but this is definitely the first of this magnitude. I'm sure the lore keepers are having a field day if they're still alive. Oh, wow. <laughs> have they been inside the pocket? Uh, it's protocol for all shade pockets to be monitored by a team of lore keepers, so... We assign mantles to them and their research teams so that they can be protected. I'm just hoping that they haven't been met with much force. Do you have an idea of where you're going next? Or we can, you know, we can come with you. You want to like hang out? (laughs) That's kind of where I was going with that. (laughs) Well, since I seem to have lost my patrol, they should be okay on their own. So I, I... I'll tag along with you all. We were just looking for for more survivors, you know. You all haven't been feeling any earthquakes, have you? Now that you mention it, there was a little bit of a shaky ground, and we saw a building get taken down by some kind of fast, shadowy figure. No earthquakes, but yes, giant monster. Well, no, it was. It wasn't like an earthquake. It was more. He said that the ground was shaking a bit. Yeah, but wasn't that because of that big monster that's knocking down buildings and shit? Yeah, the night fury. Is that what you're calling it? That's cute. <laughs> I like it. Isn't that the how to train your dragon? Dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Night fury. Tm. Night fury, TM. <laughs> Listen, that show on Netflix is cute as hell. Anyway, let's keep going. Justin has it tattooed on him. Mm-hmm. Toothless. What was the question? I forget what the question was. I said not necessarily earthquakes, but ground shaking a bit and buildings being smashed by fast shadowy figures. Oh, that's not good news. I just hope that at that point, you hear a blood curdling shriek. Is it a person shriek or a mushroom shriek? Yeah, that was going to be my question. A mushroom shriek. 
It sounds like a lot of them. Great. We've stumbled onto a forest of them. (laughs) Yay. And they're close. I'm about to swallow that fire breathing thing and just go fucking Dracaris on their ass. Who ready for some mushroom stuff mushrooms? (laughs) (laughs) After Sokoba has been so rudely interrupted, she covers her ears and to, you know, stop the blood curdling screech. And she shouts over it. We have to get out of here. They're going to get more. More of those, those things are going to come here. We have to go. Okay. (laughs) All right. We're glad to have you. Let's go. Okay. I'm already running. (laughs) Okay. Running, 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 running. Are we running? Why are we running? They they don't move that fast. They draw in others, though. Yeah, they're calling more toothy boys. Oh, it's like a siren song for the toothies. And the and these tar monsters we haven't fought. Yeah. Nope. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. I don't need to do that. Grimer is my least favorite Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone please make me a survival roll. Again. That would be a six, so not me. <laughs> I roll a natural 20. Dope. Okay, Drew's social anxiety kicks into high gear after hearing those screams, and she definitely moves you all to a safe location that you can kind of see the full 30 feet that you all can see and her full 60 feet. Again, Drew has also experienced Shade Pockets before, so it's valid that she knows what the fuck she's doing. Yes. This is also the, the, the strangest one that you've seen. Yes. So, you all are safe-ish. It's been probably another two hours that you're wandering. You don't see any survivors, but you hear lots of mushroom shrieks and chattering. And you see the dark mantles overhead flying around. So, we're getting close to the 10-hour mark or so. Thank God. We're going to have some stories to tell back at the tavern. (laughs) So what are you all doing once you know that you're safe? Sharpening my hand axes. Sitting down with my head in my hands. Because you didn't get to retrieve your parts for Alpha? Partially, yes. Partially just a little overwhelmed. Scared? Scared, indeed. I should get inspiration because I would totally be scared in in the situation. Yes, if you do not have inspiration, you have it now. Yes. I think uh, if no, everyone gets inspiration. Y'all have been doing real good with this uh, non-stop horror fest I've been throwing at you. Cool. At least I hope it's some sort of horror fest. Are you all scared? I mean, I'm I'm not. Just a little. I'm creeped out thoroughly. Oh, okay. Good. I'm definitely like I'm a I'm a I'm a little hesitant to engage anything. <laughs> Are you afeard, Jordan? I won't say it in such. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> hesitant to engage. We've clipped the murder hobo's wings. <laughs> <laughs> those wind, those wisdom saving throws every turn were were nuts. No, I'm de- I'm so like that. Yes, definitely made me not want to smash things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my job. I mean, I'm curious. Like, I, I want to know what they are, what the other monsters are. 
but like with a telescope <laughs> if that was a thing hey i have a sight on my rifle if you want to take a look through it well you'd see 30 feet in front of you but yeah that's probably the other reason Saf is scared yeah used to being able to see real far out i'm shaking nutster <laughs> okay so are you all staying still or are you moving i feel like we wouldn't stay still for very long what what does Sokova say we 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 shouldn't stay in one place for too long just in, in case there's roaming monsters i feel like yeah i feel like that's totally true we should just keep looking for more people and avoiding things yeah yes so as you're walking along you start to sink into the ground (laughs) up to like your ankles it's really uncomfortable and then oh are you meditating what is happening (laughs) another low hum and it's dark again fuck my life i feel like this is where your like grappling hook is going to come in handy if we all start sinking down (laughs) into some like quicksand or something this is going to be like that moment in boondock saints where the guy's like i need rope and he's like why'd you get rope because i want some rope and then he's like, oh, the rope, it came in handy. Like, your grappling hook's <laughs> going to come in handy. hope so. If it's roll-based, there's a chance I'm going to toss it and it's going to catch someone on the lip. So. <laughs> it doesn't help that you can't see. I mean, are we sinking or is it? was it just like basically like a mud puddle ankle deep? It, it feels like you, you've stopped at ankle deep, but it is difficult terrain if you want to try and move. How long do these darkness sinks usually last? They last about 30 minutes, it seems. Fun. Should we all hold hands and just kind of trudge together? Let's Toy Story 3 this bitch. <laughs> yes. Anybody know any games? <laughs> Anyone got any jokes? <laughs> I spy. Yeah, right? Something black. <laughs> who, has a, who has a loot? <laughs> we need a bard in the party. This is why. Yeah. <laughs> As the the end of the darkness occurs, there's something different that happens in the shade pocket. It looks like in the distance, the first time that you can see really far, there's a line of light in the distance. It looks like it's pretty far away. Like horizontal or like vertical? Like a line of light? It's a vertical a vertical line of light. Like a door like a beacon (laughs) we went different ways with it (laughs) are we dead guys is this the light you're looking at it and then the line moves and then it goes dark and then there's a horizontal line of light in the same spot so it was like this or it was like vertical and then it went away and then it came back and it was horizontal yes it's not a door so someone with a laser pointer in thought. <laughs> Should we go towards that, guys? I mean, sure. Yes, I'm down. Sokoba? That seems like a something we might need to investigate. Why she sounds scared? Thought she was a golden mantle. That was like her job. You're not scared? I feel like even Sokoba is like, you know, even though she's been in these Shade Pockets before, this is like Shade Pocket on steroids. So 
This is like a shade pocket took some meth and decided to uh, just go crazy. Yeah. I feel like Drew's been in a lot of shade pockets and like, I like this is the craziest one she's seen, but I feel like she's still some part of her still kind of feels at home in the shade pocket. So like it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't. It, I'm scared and nervous, but I wouldn't call it like that kind of fear. I think she still feels like she's got a footing. Roll me a wisdom. Roll me a wisdom check. Wisdom. Okay. I'll let you know how you feel. My dice tell you. Um, plus wisdom is two. Has a 21 feel. Your description is pretty spot on. You're wary, but you still oddly feel at home here. Yeah. You're on edge, but you're not as scared as Sokoba is. She's not at, at home here. She's she's visibly shaken. Agamir kind of pipes up and he says, Is there any chance that might be a beacon from a, uh, one of the lore keepers? If it is, it's nothing I've seen before. It could be somebody signaling for help. Yeah. At the sound of that. <laughs> Our spidey sense is tingling. <laughs> I feel like Scarlet is just way too, not dumb, but like not, I just don't have, I have zero fucks. So I feel like I'm not scared. I'm creeped out and I'm definitely like, this is weird, but I grew up on the streets Nothing surprises me anymore, kind of thing. Street smart. <laughs> S- school, school, <laughs> school of the hard knocks. Like, you know. So let's go. Yes. Okay. So, where you all are situated, it looks like it's starting to lighten up, like the shade pocket is starting to lift. Oh, yeah. There's like an hour left, right? Yeah. So it's uh, the hold of the shade is starting to loosen. So you're beginning to be able to see a little farther. And you realize that you're on top of a hill overlooking this part of Fellows off in the distance where you see the light. You get to a good vantage point in uh, about 30 minutes or so. It switches back and forth between a vertical line and a horizontal line. Sometimes there are two horizontal lines. And then when you are looking out at it as the darkness is lifting, you realize what you're seeing appears to be fairly large, and it seems like it's moving. Wow, fuck. At this point, it looks like at the top of this figure, there's a little bit of fog or some sort of magical effect, kind of like waves kind of emanating from the top of it. And you're all looking at it. You're all really confused. The figure seems to know that it's being watched. And it turns. And there's a light in the middle of its face. And it's illuminating it in such a way that you can see that this is the most horrible thing that you've seen. Or at least that you think that you've seen. You can't exactly make out exactly what it is at it, at this distance, but you know that this is monstrous. This thing is standing 150 feet tall. Oh my god! I'm sorry. <laughs> what? It's so big. It's like almost as tall as Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just six six. Just isn't what it used to be. Jeez. <laughs> its figure is slender, and it has. These lights are part of it. 
as you're trying to make heads and tails of whatever this is, the shade pocket ends and the figure disappears. This is like that Pokemon that Ash sees on his way out of Palatown, but like thinks he didn't see it kind of thing. Like, oh, oh. so the creature is gone. The shade pocket lifts the burrow of fellows in the streets that you are in are no longer oozy and dark. You look around and all of the buildings are intact. That's weird. It's as if nothing has been disturbed. I'm going to turn to Sokoba and be like, you, you saw that, right? <laughs> Her mouth is open wide <laughs> and she appears to be speechless. I'm going to take that as a yes. <laughs> Interesting. Shit, that was wild, y'all. What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like my life has completely altered. (laughs) I turn and look at Sokoba and I'm like, I think that we need to go talk to the lore keepers immediately. (laughs) I think that might be for the best. (laughs) If they're still alive, we should probably go uh, do like a... Should we search for bodies? Yeah. We should probably... Head count. Yeah, head count. That's the word I was looking for. Zacoba kind of seems to shake off whatever was causing her to be speechless, and she remembers her training, and she snaps back to it and says, Right, yeah, the, the Lord Keepers, they were, they were stationed down by the central route, so let's head down there and, and see what they found. See if we can find them. Sounds good, sounds good. <laughs> so you all head down there. It takes you... Not too long now that it's not oozy and dark and you can actually see where you're going. It maybe takes like 30 minutes or so to get there. You are at what looks to be a courtyard. There's a nice fountain there. There's a lot of activity. There are tents that are up and you see people flying all around in the uh, Lord Keeper's robes being followed by their pages. Maybe Drew should put her hood up. Ooh, you got a point. I don't think I really want to be here, right? Aren't we kind of, aren't you under protection? I mean, I am, but he did say that it only goes so far, right? Nobody knows that, though. Nobody's supposed to know that. Yeah, I would, I would kind of hang toward the back. Yeah, Drew puts her hood up, her gloves on, all that shit. Like, she's good at doing it quick, I guess. Title her sex tape. And then <laughs> she's gonna. <laughs> Cover up and stand towards the back and not speak very much. <laughs> She's does not want to be noticed. Okay, roll me a stealth check, please. Okay. <laughs> 15. Okay, so Sokoba walks up to who you think is the lead lore keeper on this job. And she says, Saloran, good to see you. Um, I'm glad to see that everything's fine. You haven't, you didn't lose anyone, did you? And Saloran is a, a very tall for an elf. He's like six foot elf. He says, "No, Sokoba, we haven't lost anyone. We um, we we were very well looked after by your copper mantles. They did a great job protecting us from those beasts. I imagine that you saw that creature that was standing right over there." And he points. Uh, it was, uh, quite the sight, huh? Yes, yeah, yeah, it, it was, um, for sure. So, uh, do you know anything about that? I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I love it, I it's know, great, I keep going, it. keep going. <laughs> so Lauren says, well, um, it's 
not of the material plane. Uh, do you have any more information? Where, where were you when you saw this? And your your companions here, where were they when they when when you all saw this? Where are we? Yeah, where were we? Were we close to it? Yeah, we were. It, we had just like finally found it, and that's when the shade pocket stopped. Y'all were up on a hill. Oh, okay. So we relay that information. Yeah, but not you, Drew. <laughs> I'm not weird about it. <laughs> I don't want to like be suspicious. So I'm I'm feeling a little a, a little not myself right now. This is Sokoba. Scar, can you can you convey to Saloran what what we saw? Yeah. He's forcing you to RP. Do it. Yeah. So... I'm forcing you to make me not talk to myself. Yeah. So we were standing on a hill going towards the light that was moving. It was going from like vertical to horizontal. We were following the light. And that's when we came to a hill and we saw this creature, if that's what you want to call it, that was like 150 feet tall, roughly, and its face was made of light, <laughs> I guess. Is that what it was? Light? What are you, what are you talking about? I'm not quite I sure mean, I I'm follow. I'm not quite sure that I follow either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> uh, we didn't see any light from down here. Oh, yeah, no, like, literally couldn't see what its face looked like because it was, like, like a bright light. It was horrifying. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we'll, we'll, we'll put that in our notes. Maybe we'll, we'll have some, uh, some of our other lore keepers, maybe some of our pages come around and get a, a testimony from each of you. Thank you so much. I, um... Please excuse me. I have to get back to my work. Bye. <laughs> have a good day. What a neat guy. So he uh, walks in towards one of the bigger tents and you hear him greet someone on the other side and they they converse briefly. And then Saloran turns around and points uh, at Sokoba by you all. And then Saloran enters the tent and... When he enters, a golden mantle comes out of the tent. Who, who's the golden mantle? Can we tell which golden mantle this is? It is a human golden mantle. He has bright white hair, and he uh, heads towards Sokoba, and he says, Hey, this is uh, some bit of tomfoolery, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> What's all this now? Huh? This really is... Uh, we really, uh, you know, are in it, huh? <laughs> I, I know. Sorry. I can't. That accent oh. is so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Love that. That's amazing. Love it. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Let's go. So, Sokoba, you, uh, what did you, what did you see when you were out there? Anything, uh, too dangerous? Uh, no, Kelvin, no, I, I mean, yes, I did, <laughs> but, I mean, obviously it wasn't anything that I, I couldn't handle. I like that she hates him, clearly. There's, like, weird inter-office, like... <laughs> yeah, okay, Kelvin, yeah, duh. It's the shade pocket. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I took down about a, a dozen dark mantles, I reckon, at once. Yeah, so, you know, I escorted some survivors, and we we, we got them out. So, all in a day's work, right? Now, who are your friends? Oh, th this is, um... 
This is uh, Scarlett. She's just uh, been transferred from the 4th District uh, to, to my district in the 12th. And these are um, some mercenaries that she's hired. I, I don't remember their names. What a day. <laughs> uh, why don't you all introduce yourselves? This is, uh, uh, this is, this is Kelvin Boulderdown. He is the, uh, the golden mantle, uh, the, the third golden mantle of fellows. Sure. You can call me Ag. Ag, eh? <laughs> Good to meet you, yeah? Pleasure's all mine. What about you? He points at Saf. I excitedly wave my hand and say, hi, I'm Safina. Oh, well, you cute, aren't you? Good to see you. Nice to meet you. He waves at you. And, uh, hey, uh, uh shadowy person back here. <laughs> Who are you? Um, Druga puts her hand out, shakes, and to shake his hand. She does not grip his hand very tightly. This is not like a good handshake. It's kind of like a dead fish. She's nervous. Oh, nice to meet you. I, I like a good strong handshake. She just says, Drew, and then takes her hand back. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'm going to be off then. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk, Sokoba. Yeah, okay, Kelvin. <laughs> she fucking hates Kelvin. <laughs> Kelvin always heats his fish up in the microwave. She, like, fucking hates it. She, he's the worst. I mean, I don't blame her. Kevin seems like a douche. Right? So what would you all like to do now? Uh, sleep for like 10 years? <laughs> I was like, sleep, we gotta. I need a hard drink. I'm so glad you said drink. <laughs> <laughs> Drew wants to get very drunk and she's going to do that. Because she needs a hard drink. <laughs> you all go to the nearest tavern. It is called... The Black Garden Pub. Remember it. Write it down. Everyone will remember. <laughs> no, it's just the closest one to the shade pocket. It doesn't look like a terribly great pub. It doesn't... They've got one food. It's just potatoes. And they've got only fire water. Fine. That'll do. My kind of place. <laughs> I'll take five, please. <laughs> Everyone roll me a D6, please. Two, five, six, six. <laughs> That's how many shots you all feel you need to take after what you saw. Two? <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're taking it in stride. So you all have a lot of drinks and get pretty drunk and you pass out in the Black Garden pub on a big old bed and... That's that's where we're going to end this episode. Drunk after having seen unspeakable horrors. Sounds about right. <laughs> I'm here for it. I really want to do like a painting of what I envision what you all saw on top of that hill. So maybe I'll do that and post it on Twitter or something. Who knows? Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll think it's cute and maybe I'll delete it later. Maybe if you listen to this episode and you want to see that picture, you should contact Nathan and tell him that you want to see it. Send a letter to our apartment. <laughs> yeah, send a letter to our apartment. Here's our address. Here's my social no. security number. <laughs> yeah, Nate, add to the uh, add to the art section of the website. Yeah, I got to do that. Listen, we bought him a whole ass tablet and he hasn't even <gasps> touched it. How dare. I have touched it. I did the behind the screens logo. 
Almost. It's almost done. <sighs> Thank you all so much for listening. I hope that you had a good time. I know that I did. I hope that my players did as well. I hope I scared them just a little bit. Maybe make them second guess the smashy smashy. For sure me. Sometimes. Only sometimes. Anyway, it's time to name the village idiot. Man, y'all did so good. I was good today. Yeah, you all did real good. I think I, I scared the, the good into you. So um, <laughs> I think uh, that's going to mean that I'm the village idiot this time. Good job, y'all. You did it. You got me. I'm the village idiot for not, or I guess, scaring you too much or making you overly cautious. I'm sorry, y'all. I'll, I'll lure you into a false sense of security next time. <laughs> Wonderful. Sounds good. Can't wait to take the bait. Yep. So again, thank you so much for listening. We've we've got social media, right, Nicole? We do. We have a Twitter. You can go to Twitter and find us at Village Idiot Pod. Talk to us, you know, look at our stuff that we post, memes, fun stuff. Polls. Polls. Yeah, we do polls. If you want to find me personally, I can be found at Nicole the Nerdy. I can be found at JRoma20. You can find me at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And you can't find me too busy passing out in random taverns. From potatoes and fire whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jordan doesn't actually live anywhere. He just passes out in the nearest bar. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, we have a, uh, a wonderful follower who was the orchestrator of the wonderful competition that we participated in. And when I say we, me, myself, Nicole, Justin, and Nathan, and we swept that competition, guys. We did a pretty awesome job at coming up with some cool characters. Killed it. Yeah, Village Idiots, man. We killed it, yep. Uh, so thanks, uh, Drinking with Nerds, for inviting us along for that really fun character creative competition. It's at nerds underscore drinking. Yeah. So we also have a website, villageidiotspodcast.com. We have a ton of cool stuff up there, like Agamir's gold count towards buying his own ship. You can see who's winning or losing, depending on your point of view, with the Village Idiots tally. There's fun facts about the world of Lanamora, artwork, and a link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we've officially launched our Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally. And even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. But if a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes. Stay tuned. Tune in every Tuesday. <laughs> Tunes Day. <laughs> Thank you all so much again for listening. We love you all. You're perfect. Don't ever change. Uh, bye. <laughs> that was the most <laughs> awkward one yet. <laughs> what? You didn't even warn us. Bye. That was not <laughs> normal. Oh, man. Leave all of this in. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.